Welcome to the Spicy Boys Podcast. Let's get spicy. Spice. E. Boys. Forever. Yay. Yay. Hello. Hello. People of USA. America. USA. 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 What? What? I don't know where we were going with that. Welcome to episode seven, the Spicy Boys podcast. Episode seven, back in Spicy Boys Studios. Brad Studio. Brad Studio. This is it. Brad Studio. This is it. We're here. We're doing it. And we're doing it big. We're not going to stop all the time, 24-7, full throttle, Charles Angels 2. Spice until you drop. (laughs) We're bigger than you think. We're bigger than you think. Welcome, everyone. Episode seven. I'm Jeff. I'm Ryan. I'm Brad. And as usual, in Spice Boy tradition, we are warming up with the national beer of Texas. Lone Star. Camo Lone Star. Yeah. uh, If I might add, it looks like uh, deer season is almost upon us. So it would only be appropriate that we get our, our camouflage beers back so that, you know, so that when you're out and you're drinking and you're hunting, you don't want to be seen with yeah. a uh, white can or ooh, a no can because it's camo. Camouflage. Camo Camouflage. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so you can drink this on camels. Man, I think we should have reviewed uh, the deer hunter. Uh, that would be will. for this I feel just because like of uh, the that season. That should be the, the last episode of this podcast. Well, years and years Ahead. We can't review the deer hunter without having our own version of the Russian roulette. Oh, oh, we could do that. Oh, I was thinking we could do our own version of that. Yeah, I, was sure. I was thinking about chat roulette. <laughs> oh my, is that still around? <laughs> yes. Are you? Wait, <laughs> Jeff, are you on chat roulette? Uh, yeah, fully clothed. <laughs> <laughs> I actually remember when you <laughs> first moved to Austin. Remember? Oh yes. So, Without getting too personal, four people, two bedrooms. That's yeah. how we lived. Let's, uh, for those who, uh, who who don't know the history of uh, um, of you moving to Austin. Moved to Austin, yeah. So I uh, I moved initially. I moved uh, with Chris, and uh, you know he welcomed me. My brother with open arms, and he took us to. Our first night in Austin, so it's Joe's Crab Shack. Ooh, doing it right. Very doing local. It. So shout out to Chris. Austin's finest. Only the only the finest and only the best of local for local for seafood, you, right? Yeah. Right so, from Ladybird Lake. <laughs> that's that was my welcoming. Locally sourced seafood. <laughs> Locally sourced. Yeah. That was my welcoming in Austin. So but are yeah. You, are I you live- guys uh, crab people now? As Charlie Day would say, we're crab people now. We're, we're crab people. <laughs> The Delaware runoff crabs or yeah. something. <laughs> Organic grass fed <laughs> only, right? 
Um, but yeah, I live with Chris. Then I moved in with Brad. Then we were there. It was four, four, four guys in a two-bedroom apartment. And then I'm trying to remember where we were going with this story. Oh, chat. Yeah, Charlotte. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, no, no. So, yeah. Oh my gosh. So we were, uh, we 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 uh, discovered uh, chat roulette. It's like, oh, it's pretty cool. Well, yeah. I knew about chat roulette. Uh, I just I didn't. didn't think it was still like a. I didn't think you'd still use yeah. it. Um, and we uh, we were doing some work. Yeah. Right? Um, researching and probably finding some. Uh, we're doing some of our pre-production type stuff, and um, we shared. A, we use my uh, my room and then put up like a wall of computers kind of. I can't really explain it because yeah. it's like a makeshift desk that we both could work off of. But uh, we were doing chat roulette and... So where Scotch Rock is conceived. Oh, yeah. In that right. bedroom. Then we did chat roulette and... Uh, um, uh, we're talking to... like You were just talking to random people, random but... Random people, yeah. What did you do? What I did was... Uh, Talking to random people, and I played John Mayer and my guitar. John Mayer, like and classic. We, we were just waiting for you know. Usually, you you uh, I don't know. You hit the button and you wait for whoever comes on screen. And we were just I, I'm ready with my guitar. I'm waiting. Then uh, uh, yeah, it was a girl, and uh, I don't know. What I was thinking this is. <laughs> you sound okay, like there was now, only like one girl. There was multiple people. I'm not talking talk. about this. This is really embarrassing. And stupid. <laughs> So, um, this is what this podcast is for. You got to be yeah. a little, you, but spicy. you know what? You live and you learn, and you what when you when you learn, you get spicy. Yeah, you do. Well, you, you see these videos today, though. I don't know what I've learned. I think though. You, here's the thing. I'm gonna say something. You were a, you were um, ahead of the time because like chat roulette wasn't. I don't know if it ever had a big following, but it was. You were Ooh, you started playing. You, you may go ahead. Well, I'm just saying. Like I see videos today yeah. where it's like a chat roulette or some type of chat program where you just randomly get paired yeah. with people and people are like trying to be like creative with it and it's like nerdy guy and then he starts yeah. flexing which is stupid but it gets views on these videos yeah. um but i think you were on it because you were like just sitting there all of a sudden people would show up and then you'd start playing john mayer and they would be like oh my gosh he's actually really good oh. then i saw a chatlet video I, I think it's i don't know i'm not sure if i'm if i'm i might be i might be wrong so fact checkers out there i think it's the Lead singer of Bare, Na- Bare Naked Ladies, he was doing that exact same thing. <gasps> I do. I remember this. Yeah. So he would just, uh, you know, talk to random people, and he would uh, just play, start playing. Then I guess it, it, it um, caught on. Then he actually did a live chat roulette of their concert. Ben Folds. Ben did Folds. That. Yeah. Not bare naked ladies. <laughs> what was he doing? Singing one week every yeah. time somebody? It's been one week since you looked at me. That's what you meant. I understood. No, See, yeah, I knew it was ben a band. Folds is great. It started with a B, so I'm, I'm yeah. not. I'm not that off. No. But yeah. Yeah, that was that was really yeah, cool because yeah. they had like a live God. camera at the concert, bare and he would ladies. like wait until somebody got on there, yeah, and then he would just start, and then he would like the songs that he was doing was about those people, yeah. That was really something special. Did Chatrilla ever catch on? So basically, I, I, I for one demographic. So, <laughs> so I started a trend. So let's just get that clear. You did. Yeah. Did you ever do it again after that night? Uh, nope. Look, I didn't think you did, but uh, I wouldn't know if you know you no. could have been like, who knows? On your weekends, I'm not around. No. Just chat roulette all night. I re- I, I uh, retired after that. 
You, that, you didn't retire from playing because I've no. seen you at parties bust out that guitar. Hey, you know. Hey, that's all I got. That's you know, all I got. When you're feeling a little spicy, that's all I got. I look like you know. Oh, Jeff, can you help me with a math homework? See, I can do that for you. <laughs> May look like I know math. I'm good at numbers, but I I am not. But <laughs> you're, guess what? You're good at numbers on the guitar. Only, I'm good at one number, six strings. <laughs> six <laughs> strings. Um, <laughs> I did notice one day, though, you switched because everyone's like, just John Mayer. And you're like, no, Jack Johnson. Oh, boom. Boom. That's the, that's how you seal, seal the, the, the deal. Seal of yeah. approval. John Mayer's, John Mayer's really talented. I love John Mayer. Yeah, to this so day, people give him crap. Well, he's not a very good person. Like, <laughs> he, he doesn't yeah, help so himself Yeah, so is Kanye, out. but he was good. Yeah, no. <laughs> but I, I th- Let's ask Taylor Swift how she feels yeah. about both. She obviously hates both. Yeah, I know. Just, I'm not even a Taylor Swift fan, but all I'm saying is John Mayer's he, that guy can that guy can make the guitar cry while his guitar gently weeps. Yeah, that's not a John Mayer song though. But no, it's a Beatles song, but it's relevant today. So, but I'm gonna raise a toast to John Mayer. Hold those uh, Lone Stars up with that with that camel flush. The camel flush just covered star. in camels. John Mayer, this is from the Spicy Boys. Your body is a wonderland. Cheers, boys. Cheers, boys. Oh, man. Oh. They just keep getting better and better. I think the flavor of these Lone Stars tastes different. I don't know. Maybe it's just a can. Is this the same camel print they've been using? Or I feel like, you know what? It, it, it looks, looks like the King Ranch has their own camo and to me that's what it looks like i might be wrong but well real quick while we're looking at this can do you remember when cans didn't have the wide mouth no no you guys don't remember this is it is this a midwest thing yeah was that really stupid right now on yingling no there was like i think i think a company started doing wide mouth cans like you could drink more and that was the whole point and then it just became like a standard i could be wrong on this but I think you're right. If you go back and look at old cans, they were just like very narrow, almost the same as the tab. Yeah, I do think you're right. If it, there's any fact checkers out there, we check yeah. that for us, you know, and let us know because when did uh, in this in our subreddit? What is it? What do you call it? Wide mouth can. White wide mouth can. When did it? Um, okay, I really do originate. think it was Mountain Dew. <laughs> I was uh, I didn't want to say that, but I really believe it was Mountain Dew. That would be really surprising to okay. me. I feel like Coors Light like had a big promotion where they were like, white mouth cans. Well, Mountain Dew has a big presence in the Midwest, and I feel like maybe that's the only reason I think that <laughs> is because that's what I saw. Is it yeah. because uh, Mountain Dew is, uh, well, it's the people's drink. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Man, I haven't had Mountain Dew in a long time. It's been a long time for I can't drink that much caffeine without just wiling out. Oh. Wilding out? Wilding. W I L I N. Wilding out. Wilding out. Um, was it. Um, wait, did you start drinking Mountain Dew in your gaming days? Was the that. Gaming? No, I mean, I was drinking Mountain Dew way before that. I we Mountain Dew is like. Was um, water. What, what would you say is like a big. Uh, I should say this. What, what's a big pop? In, uh, uh, in so Texas, I gotta say pop because that's a Midwest thing. But uh, our well, RC Cola was big. So we drink RC Colas. 
and moon pies. Sorry, I have one friend in particular that drinks RC colas, so I always drink RC, but um, Big Red's big here. Big Red. Big Red is big, but I feel like it's it's one of those things where it's like, it's kind of like a staple. It's like you go get barbecue, you get a Big Red. But I don't think that necessarily like for the youth or anything like that, like Big Red is like heavily drink. All I know for me, Orange Fanta. Yeah, Fanta is oh, the best. Wait, God. did you grow up with Fanta though? Or yeah. is it called something else? Yeah. It's called Fanta. So we didn't even have, we had more uh, Sunkiss. Oh, I like Sunkiss too. I yeah. Sun Does it taste yeah. the same to you guys? I don't know. It's all kind of the same to me. But it's a little different. They yeah. have different tastes. Fanta is really good though. Yeah. I got really annoying soda for a while. Okay. You, we, we drink a lot of Mountain Dew. Let's just get that straight. Like, I'm talking dooskies, like pounding dooskies. Pounding dooskies? Yeah. Yeah. Is like that 22 hunters? Well, when I worked for the parks department, um, yes, we pretty much, well, they were big, like, it wasn't big gulps, you know, it was whatever. We have Hux gas stations. Yeah. We don't have um, big gulp. Is that 7-Eleven? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, we just have, we have Hux gas stations. We um, had a come and go. K-U-M. Oh, I've been to one of those. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In Geo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I drove through Oklahoma. They haven't, it's, it's huge. It's like, uh, not, not like Bucky's, but maybe... Uh, yes, it's a uh, like a two story store, the one I went to. Come and go. Really? Yeah. Wait, is that where? Are you sure? What they sell there? Oklahoma. Yeah, but what yeah. part? Do you know where in Oklahoma or just? Uh, it's closer to highway. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it's one of those big travel. Uh, oh, did, where, did you go by the casino where they had all the um, like? There's a giant casino when you first get into Oklahoma. And there's like, it's a, it looks like from know. like buildings from different countries. Like there's like the Coliseum. Oh, I don't know. No, you didn't see that. But I like the city. Yeah. Do they have dooskies? And come and go? I think so, yeah. Yeah, see, we always just get dooskies. I think every, every, every store has dooskies. No, yeah, they do, but it's just some they stores have. Yeah. yeah, there's something about calling it a dooski, you know? It's Big gulp. Big gulp, eh? <laughs> well, see you later. <laughs> Let me crack up in my last Lone Star. So uh, before we uh, get into the film, which is we're going to be talking about Duncan Jones' masterpiece. I think it's a masterpiece. I almost thought you said Duncan Donuts. Sorry, Ooh. I'm a little hungry now, but yeah, but, but keep, going. keep going. Duncan Jones' Moon, starring Sam Rockwell and... Voiced by Kevin Spacey, but we can we have we can talk about Dunkin' Donuts real quick. Is I love Dunkin' Donuts. I do too. Wait, are you a cri- so more than Krispy Kreme? Oh, I don't know. Ooh. Oh, I, I didn't cri- grow up around either of Those them. Fighting so words, buddy. I don't really have a preference, <laughs> but I, I think D- Dunkin' Donuts is like a staple. It's like you could eat there, yeah, multiple times in a month. But Krispy Kreme. Like you can have that like once a month. I mean, we that we had, sugar content. We had Dunkin' like Donuts in the Philippines, so that's unfamiliar. But when I moved to the states in Florida, oh my god, it's Krispy Kreme everywhere. All right, what's? I don't mean to get off topic, but I got to talk about something now. Original glaze. Because we're talking about donuts. You said Philippines. I'm, talk, I'm thinking fast food. Jollibee. Jollibee. <laughs> 
Ryan, will you tell us about Jolly Bee? Wait, we just we just talked about that. Uh, the, on the one episode. Yeah, we've already talked about Jollibee. We had a that's whole I, conversation. That's, okay, this is it. how Brad Brad is craving. That's Jollibee. how bad I want it. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. I mean, we, but, we uh, I if, forgot we talked about Jollibee. If you really wanted did. reference our Jollibee episode, I believe it was episode two. No, it's uh, Wolf of Wall Street. We talk about it again. So episode. I don't know. Craven, it's one, it's one of them. But I do. I'm I'm craving Jollibee. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So want some maybe sweet what, what, sweet spaghetti with hot dogs. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. uh, it's so good. So okay, now I'm hungry. What Jollibee? <laughs> but let's, let's. I'm sorry. I was just thinking about hot dogs right now. Like spaghetti, sweet sauce, and hot dogs. Mm. Shout out to Jollibee. In Houston, Texas. Um, I hope they're. I hope they're okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I hope Houston is uh, trying to get back on its feet. So is uh, Florida. Yeah. Uh, from uh, Irma, and now there's what Jose's coming. Hurricane Jose. Yeah, then, I saw that. Actually, yeah, Maria is the next big one coming through. The uh, I can't keep. I mean, I'm I'm bad I about think, like looking stuff up every. every Mother day. Nature I think, is pissed. I think Jose kind of didn't turn out to be as big as what they thought, but Maria uh-huh. is coming from the opposite side. Classic Maria. Can we uh, make sure we have? We need a fact checker out there. Yeah, yeah, Hurricane Henry so. is just not that. That was a, a big goof. Yeah. You know, hey. we we done goofed. <laughs> we, do, we we goof a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I thought we already. I didn't know we already talked about Jollibee. So it's okay. Um, so Jeff, let's uh, let's talk about the the movie this week. Movie of the week is Duncan Jones, Moon. Starring, <laughs> starring. <laughs> right, you want to say it again? And voiced by Kevin Spacey. Okay, a robot voiced by two. It was it was uh, made in two thousand and nine, uh, and actually, before we get started, I'm gonna go grab the beer of the week. That's good. That'll and you, a, you two can yeah. talk about you know stuff about you know. I'll talk about um how I saw. I don't want to take any, no. Sorry, I don't want to take any credit away from the movie, but it's uh it's a good movie. Um, it's it's wonderful. It's uh you know Duncan like he said, like he said Duncan Jones is his finest. You got Sam Rockwell. Who up until this, yeah, up until that point, I don't know that I recognized him in a lot of stuff, and it it really was like a vehicle for him to come out and and show off his talents. Do you know? I'm trying to remember. I might have to look this up, but um, budget wise for this film, because it was a low, it was a pretty low budget movie. That's what I was always under the impression. I mean, I remember learning. Maybe Jeff will know. Um, as soon as he gets back, um, back. but we're talking, um, we're talking budget. Do you know what the budget was for this film? Roughly $5 million. That is impressive, especially for a sci-fi film like this. Yeah. I mean, it it all, for those that don't know, it it all takes majority of the movie takes place in a, uh, station on the dark side of the moon. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, I don't want to interrupt Ryan, but go uh, no, go ahead. So, Duncan Jones's Moon. I picked Elysian Space Dust IPA. Oh, <laughs> I like it. Oh man, um, is this gonna be one of my favorites? Um, but good, good find. But good but, find. but I want to put it this on the record that 
I was, it was really difficult for me because the movie's about, you know, it's in, we're in the moon and this guy's alone in the moon. I was going to pick blue moon, (laughs) (laughs) but this show is about trying new, new beers and I didn't want to do that to you guys, but I want, I want, I want that to be said that you had other ideas. Yeah. That, that, that's good that you bring that up because I mean, it is important for us to get out of our comfort zone. And I think our listeners are going to realize along with us is the more we get into this more, the more we're going to be, the more we're going away from movies that we're comfortable with or that we've, we've already seen. Uh, I think moon is, is a, is a good choice on that just because it's a movie that I think in 2009, which was, a really heavy year for movies. There was yeah. a lot of really good movies, but yeah. arguably Moon might have been the best movie of that year. It it's, was. I mean, it was so. I mean, it's just. It's a wonderful movie. Very low budget, but you, you know, you can't. You can't find movies like that easy anymore. Like, like that. Anymore. That was one of those movies yeah. where I watched and I was like, oh, and uh, uh, Duncan, you know, made by. Duncan Jones, or as I like to refer to him, Duncan Bowie. Duncan Bowie. Rest in peace. David Bowie's son. R.I.P. 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 Also, All right. also R.I.P. Cassini Spacecraft. <gasps> I don't want to get into it. Uh, that was exciting. All right. was really good. Jeff, do you want to tell us a little bit about the beer, where it's from? Uh, yeah. It's uh, Elysian Space Dust IPA. It's brewed in... Cash Refund, California. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Seattle, <laughs> Washington? Yeah, Seattle, Washington. And Fort Collins, Fort Collins Colorado. Colorado. Wait. And Fort Collins? That's what it says. So there's so, a lot of good beers that come out of Fort Collins. A since, lot of uh, Seattle. We only have one ball opener. <laughs> it's all right. We're going to do... We'll do this three times. Here we go. Jesus Christ. That was hey Ryan. I always hey, like this. Hold my, uh, I'm gonna hold your mic and I want you to say it. You got your it. famous line. Yes. Oh yeah. My bad. It's okay. So for everyone listening along with us, if you're listening along and you want to crack a cold one with the spicy boys. <laughs> now is the time to crack a cold one. Now it's and now it's my turn. I'm not gonna take a sip. Don't I'm, take a sip. I'm gonna wait. Here we go, boys. For all of you listeners out there, go ch- try this beer. You know, at sure least it's gonna be good. Space dust IPA. Oh, oh. that was deep. I that felt I felt deep. that on my toes. All right, boys. I feel it in my fingers. How spice are you guys feeling? Pretty good. All right. Cheers, boys. Elysian. Cheers. Space. Dust. IPA. Oh, reckon I like this. Delicious. Yeah, oh, that is good. Okay, you know I'm an IPA fan, so yeah. it's 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 like I said, you know, this is a show about trying new things. So, embarrassingly, I thought about getting Blue Moon, but. Oh, I mean, I actually, used to drink Blue Moon it's before perfect. I moved here. It's so. perfect oh, yeah. for the film. You know, you're alone in the moon. 
let's get this straight though. Like it is hard to pair beers with yeah. movies. Like if you guys are out there listening and you think about it, try it yourself because yeah. it's it's one of those things where you you kind of have an idea of like yeah. a topic you want to cover, right? With and, the beer, yeah, and, and we're not above getting uh, requests of any sort. So if you're like, you know what, I, I'd like to see you guys drink this beer. Try to find a movie to pair with this yeah. beer. Well, it's a challenge for us, you know. Every week is it, it, we we put a lot of time and thought in this. You know, we don't yeah. uh, we don't take it lightly. I consider us as a spicy sommeliers. You know, we pair films with beer. Simple as that. There's to to my knowledge, there's nobody else doing what we do. Well, be ready, because this is the best podcast in the entire world, and in the out, universe, even in the moon, on the dark even side of the moon, the moon, which what, what, the movies we're talking about. This beer is really good. So yeah, it's five million dollars, which I don't think people realize. Movies spend five million on crafty. Yeah, <laughs> no kidding. I'm surprised how good this movie looked for a sci-fi for that budget. This is kind of like what I try to live up to, like because you, like I said earlier, I'm a sci-fi fan. I'm starting to like. Yeah. I have a short film I want to write, you know, or that that I'm writing that it's, I feel like is. Uh, it's tough. It's challenging because you also got to think about yeah. budget, a full feature. Some people out there are going to hear $5 million and be like, you know, if they're, if, if they don't know much about in terms of like budgets for film, that's very little. Oh, that's and to make nothing. a good film. I mean, how many movies out there have hundred million dollar budgets that are just complete crap, you know, especially for a sci-fi, you kind of almost expect to, Oh, it's a sci-fi sci-fi film that it's budget's going to be up there. But, um, Duncan Jones wrote the wrote the script specifically for Sam Rockwell. He was there's no other choice for the lead role. Mm-hmm. And Sam Rockwell is he just I feel like he's just one of one of the coolest. I, I would love to meet him because he seems like a very very cool guy to hang out with. He needs some <laughs> friends when you're on the dark side <laughs> of the moon. But um, yeah, it's you know, oh, it's one uh, um, little factoid. Or Moon. Uh, so they made it, what, 2009? Yes. So they were filming and amongst other uh, big budget um, films in the UK, um, right where the writer's strike is happening. And, uh, excuse me, one of the film, I think it was uh, a Ridley Scott film. I forgot what the name of the film but so all this big budget productions had to, you know, stop production because of the writer's strike, mm-hmm. except for Moon. So now all these highly talented crews just trying to find work. And Duncan Jones uh, ended up um, getting a, um, I forgot the guy's name, but the guy who did the, um, um, the, the model work for Aliens uh, Nostromo, the spacecraft. Yeah. So that that guy did the 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 model work for Moon. Oh wow! I didn't so know that. That's that was pretty really cool. Really cool. And uh, to uh, tie it up to our previous episodes, the guy who did the uh, soundtrack is the guy who did the wrestler in Requiem. Oh. And, yeah, and uh, he said, "Yeah, when I was when I was filming when I was um, writing Moon, I." Uh, 
Duncan Jones said, I was, I have the Requiem soundtrack on repeat. Ah. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, Clint Menzel's. Yeah. Uh, so I, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, I mean, you know, the, the practical effects, you know, they had, they had miniatures, like little lunar, um, rover, like RC lunar rovers. They made those. And, um, but you know, like Sam Rockwell playing two characters, but I mean, Technically, yeah, two versions of himself. That's uh, that kind of shows you how, um, how much range. He's a he's a versatile guy. There's no doubt in that. And you know, one of the one of the things that I found impressive, especially after finding out that Duncan Jones is David Bowie's son, is that surely with his connections and everything like that, he could have made that movie for probably whatever he wanted to oh, yeah. but you know he 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 did it himself it was a self starter it and the whole movie itself has that very much that feel of like doing it yourself you know that like DIY yeah. kind of uh vibe to it and I have a I have a a uh, at the end before we 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 stop talking about the film I got a little um news for you guys I think you guys going to be really excited about about moon News like new yeah. news about new news film? about Moon. Oh, that uh, so I'm I'm not gonna. You're not gonna say it now. No, no, you're no. Right before we, we, yeah, yeah. Well, so in terms of like, <laughs> I told you I'm a big sci-fi fan. Yeah, especially like any type of space exploration. And how does this compare to some of the other films you've seen? Uh, um, not even we're not talking budget. It could be paired against any type of film, any budget. Like, are you? I mean. It's kind of along the lines of aliens, but like I said, it's the fact that you could compare this to bigger productions, right? And just you gotta keep thinking about this movie was made for five million dollars. It's just it's insane. You know, I I'm not you, you both Brad and Jeff will tell you they're they're I I like sci-fi, I like space exploration but these two guys are dedicated to it you know they 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 love it you know heads and shoulders above above what i do and i mean i i i enjoy almost every space movie that i see but you know the, the the real thing that kind of catches me about moon is just how well it was written for it literally being two you know two characters like it, it's amazing the, the 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 arc that he was able to make just with like with that little to work with like it's, the, the uh, storyline it, it's amazing like he he told a really really good story yeah and I, I think mean, yeah that's a good point because it doesn't matter what genre i i, I think it it could have been any genre, but it's the human story yeah. that he told, which kind of really propelled the the film and what made it very. Uh, um, um, I mean, for me, it's, it's like probably one of the best sci-fi I've seen. Yeah. I uh, before that, I saw I, I, years and years ago. I saw a short film. This is whenever Vimeo was still kind of starting. Mm-hmm. I saw a short film. 
about um, uh, an astro- well astronaut got sent in space, and basically he's just kind of um, bringing back, in, uh, communicating back to you know um, command center about okay, tell us what do you see? Like how uh, this is a short or yeah, it's a short. I forgot what it was called. I feel like I've seen this. But so. before I when I saw Moon, it reminded me of that short. But I, I forgot the name of it. But basically, the astronaut just. Um, examining what he's seeing outside of his shuttle, like what space looks like. But they wanted, like, tell us, like, how does it make you feel? Like, how, you know, like the, the human element. Um, then you can see in his spacecraft, he has a photograph of his, his, his wife, you know, his family and his, his daughter. So, and they're just, you know, they wanted, uh, they wanted to know not technical results they just wanted to know like tell us how do you feel as a human being being out there what do you see so i was like oh this is a really good short then after he um transmitted all this information he uh it turns out he was a clone and the reason is they they cannot have they can't uh, they tried to send a robot up there but that human you know emotion you know emotion is feeling they cannot replicate so they kept bringing up clones Human clones up there. Does this kind of freak you out with what could happen? Absolutely, like in real life. Yeah. Well, I think that's that's right? something else. Yeah, it's like you, you're, you know. I feel like we're kind of on this oh. brink now, where this stuff like is it like is some of this going to come reality? Yeah, right. Well, that's not like what Blade Runner was all yeah. about. Yeah. yeah. Which is one of the inspiration in the movie. Blade really? Runner. Yeah. Blade Runner. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I've always wanted to know is, uh, I mean, I, I keep bringing it up. Just because I, I think you can't talk about the two without that being a point of reference. But um, how much um, Duncan Jones was influenced by Space Oddity by David Bowie? Oh, I mean, as I mean, like I love that and the, like that that whole song, like the the whole to me, what makes that song so good? Which there's probably a million reasons why. Yeah. But is, is just that story of like somebody being up in space and away from everybody and, and you know, like he's, he's going alone so up there. far and yeah. he's, you know, he's losing touch with, you know, his family and stuff yeah. like that. And yeah. Major Tom. Ground control and major Tom. Love that. I song. mean, Love that I'm, song I'm pretty so sure much. it's, it's, yeah, it's a big inspiration. Yeah. With, with he probably, you know, the, the, I'm sure part of him, acknowledges yeah. that and the other parts of him probably fight it but you know there there's something to be said about that yeah also is there anything better than a robot with a voice of kevin spacey <laughs> i can't answer no. i'm a huge kevin spacey fan so <laughs> for me i don't know that's tough tough to beat kevin spacey's amazing i mean what's and everything the- yeah, we I mean, just talked about him last week. Yeah, so <laughs> he is, we're fanboys, I guess. <laughs> oh yes, yeah. We can read. <laughs> yeah, are we, we the, are we the back spacey back. boys? Yeah. <laughs> the spacey boys. Yeah, the spicy spacey spicy spacey boys. Um, but uh, uh, I was reading up that uh, Duncan Jones flirted with the idea to hire Christopher Walken for Gertie the robot oh, instead man. of uh, Kevin Spacey. Um, what Kevin Spacey did is he did Gertie and Christopher Walken's voice to kind of show Duncan is like what you know how bad of an idea that would have been. 
And he does a <laughs> great impression of. Yeah, Hawkeye. he's really good. Yeah, he's really yeah, good. Yeah. Now, did they didn't um, they didn't hire Spacey on to do that until later, right? Or was that original? Or was that all part of the original? Um, uh, I, I'm not sure if he was the original choice. I don't know, maybe Christopher Walken, <laughs> but they convinced him. But, um, but they brought him in like in post production. I, I mean, yeah, right. Um, yeah, maybe. But I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm pretty sure like Spacey was just busy, out of his <laughs> mind. Yeah, I mean, it's oh nine so, but and uh, yeah, it's Kevin Spacey, Sam Rockwell. It's it, it's I mean it reminded me of a uh, um, uh, 2001. That's what I was gonna say earlier. I was yeah. like, I don't want to take away from it because like that's such a good movie, but yeah. it, it but it's not the same movie by any means. Like, no, not even close. No. Mm. So you, know, you went and saw a 2001: A Space Odyssey recently, right? I did. I saw um, the Paramount in 70 millimeter. That's awesome. Yeah, it was beautiful. Soundtrack's beautiful. Were you just in love with that that? film so i didn't see yeah big time i didn't so as being a big sci-fi fan a big film guy sometimes like so i didn't get into film in terms of like i mean i've always always watched movies growing up but i didn't really like start i didn't watch some of the like the big films that had like i don't know a huge impact right so Growing up, I did I, when I went to film school and whatnot. I started learning like, oh, I need to actually watch some of these movies I haven't seen that I hear about all the time. Um, and two thousand one, A Space Odyssey was one I just kept putting off. And it's like, part of me knew that like, if I just put it off long enough, I always had a movie that I could watch one day. Yeah. Sounds it might sound crazy, but I was always like, oh, I knew I have this one movie that I know will be like one of the best movies I've ever seen. And I watched it. Oh man, probably two thousand and. No, no, no. What am I thinking? Uh, probably 2011. And it like blew my mind. I was just like, oh my gosh. And then, of course, then I saw Moon and everything. And then it made, I feel like that moon or that movie even better because I just saw, you know, as a f- filmmaker, it's hard to come up with original ideas, yeah. even though that is an original idea. Yeah. You got to pull techniques and whatnot from other movies. So it's funny. After uh, um, seeing Moon, then I saw Oblivion. Then I started to compare the two, but like I said before, I, you got to keep in mind, Moon was made for five million dollars. Yeah, so like that's a like a quarter dollar movie, of what right? of Cruise, what Tom Cruise gets paid, <laughs> yeah. like right, like yes. like uh, what's just it just shows you. But and don't that's get me wrong, Tom Cruise is like like a uh, deposit. <laughs> but I loved I loved Oblivion. I did. I yeah. really thought it was a great movie. Yeah. But it's just like you can't you can't even compare those yeah. kind of movies. But it's just uh, that question of uh, what would you do if you like confront yourself? Like, would you would you would you like yourself when when you know when you're love myself looking face to face? Probably like, a, that's a, that's a very that's literal, a, a very literal well uh, uh, manner for for I mean Moon's case, but you know, like that's uh, a that's a really like hard question to ask. Yeah, that, my my question I always asked to myself was. Would I would I be friends with my parents? With your, Do you guys ever think about that? Because like you you spend so much time with your parents and everything like that, but like <laughs> if you mean? met them like outside, and I I'm Ooh, probably right. in a different situation because like my dad hangs out with people that like are around my age, and so like I always think that like if I knew 
if I knew him. Oh yeah, like if, if so, I met my parents, I'd be like, "Let's be best friends." <laughs> so we just become best friends. <laughs> yep. So like top bunk. <laughs> so back to the future scenario where you go back in time, your parents. Yeah, 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 same I, age. I, I just, I just, yeah. I've, I've always thought that I was like, that's would, actually would you... pretty deep. If you, I don't know if I've but ever actually see, thought it's, of it's, this. It's, it's, it's different because if you, let's, if you go back in time, and you're and your parents are the same age as you now, you, you go back in time. It's a totally different. It's um, totally different dynamic. They yeah, have, yeah. 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 I'm, I'm just I, like I, I've always well, let's, wondered that for some reason. People, people that are listening. Just think about that though. Like, yeah. If you could go back to the age you are now, that's what you're saying, Ryan, or just yeah. at any yeah. point, uh, if you could meet point, your parents, right. if you could go back, would you be friends and meet your parents at, at your their age, age? Would 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 you guys like be good friends? Like how uh, or, or would your interests be the same? Or yeah, whatnot? yeah, yeah. It's a tough one. I mean, I would, I think so, because but then yeah. you're like, that's, that's who raised me. Well, yeah. for me, for me, well, yeah, because I know, um, well, my dad, uh, he loves playing music. So I probably like go like in a bar and he's like, "Hey, do you want to play some John Mayer and some Boom. Jack Johnson?" And then <laughs> and he says, "Dad, you want to chat roulette?" <laughs> he's like, nice "What?" Callback. Also, what did you call me, Dad? <laughs> I just why met, do you keep I calling just, me? Dad? I, oh, you keep calling me Dad. Who are you? What are you wearing? What is that thing in your hand? Oh, it's it's a uh, iPhone X. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> Future promotion yeah. for uh, Apple in case you um, want to give us some edge right? to edge screen. No big deal. Yeah. So how where uh, would you guys rank Moon as far as see, like Ryan said, me and Brad, we're kind of almost we have this unhealthy obsession with space and sci fi that's based in space. Uh, so would you are you trying to do like a rating scale for sci fi movies? Um. Yeah. Oh, well, spe- in particular, like specifically to sci-fi or just in general, are we doing like a Scoville scale here? You want no, to? No, no, no. Just I mean, we've got to do Scoville scale. Yeah, I'm pulling it up right now. Like, I mean, how, how, where would you rank Moon as far as your I'm specifically a s- like space sci-fi films? I'm a sucker if I see a sci-fi film. Now, there's a f- two I haven't seen that I still want to watch. One of them, you, <laughs> you told me. You were disappointed in what? Um, I said this. No, Jeff said Jeff. this. Sorry, I don't mean to call you out, but there was one movie I haven't watched yet that you said was like okay, but I think it was called Love. Oh, by Angels love. and Airwaves. I've Is that love? That. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was I was disappointed with the was it? I mean, it's worth seeing. Not, not we're talking about we're gonna, overall overall story, everything. What? Oh, story's not there. I mean, no. It's, but vis- that's like a movie. Like, that's a huge in part. Like, you yeah, can, visually, you can make a movie. If you have money or yeah. visually, you don't have money, oh, visually is amazing. It's, visually and well, but, and audio, but that yeah. doesn't matter. That's what I was asking. So yeah. I still haven't watched it because you let me know, like you're like you weren't excited, and if you weren't excited, I'm gonna watch it and be like, no, it's just it's visually pleasing. I, I went and saw it in theaters, and uh, Tom DeLonge was even there talking about it. <laughs> but what would you think he, of that movie? Was he talking before about we, aliens? Before we write Moon, I'm just curious. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a. Kind of a funny story to tell, actually. I, I, I went and saw it. It was playing during Fantastic Fest one year, and somehow I ended up getting a ticket to it. And, uh, like, in the lobby, there was, like, as- people dressed up as astronauts, like, advertising the movie and stuff like that. But um, So I show up and watch the movie. And, yeah, it, it's, it's, be- it's a beautiful movie. 
soundtrack is Angels and Airwaves. So, you know, it's enjoyable. But yeah, like there, there's absolutely no story. It's just kind of incoherent ramblings. Um, but anyways, the movie ends and Tom DeLonge is, is that, is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's his name. Uh, Blink-182, 130 Blink-182. Yeah, yeah. It, it, was it him or Mark Hoppus though? Tom DeLong. Okay, so yeah. Tom DeLong is there and, and <laughs> somebody in the Q&A asked him, what are the, like, you know, you, you covered love, obviously, in this movie, like, are you and he was he kept on talking about how he wanted to do more movies. He was like, I want to do a trio of movies. And so everybody was like, okay. And so somebody was like, What are the other themes that you want to explore with your next two movies? And he said, Well, death and then God. And I was just like, <laughs> what are you man? on, brother? Yeah, well, I was just like, you didn't really like do anything about love with this movie like it was a beautiful movie and it was, yeah it looked it was amazing really, oh it was, it, yeah visually it's a, it's a it's a masterpiece almost not i wouldn't say it's a masterpiece but it's really really interesting how, how would, they okay. played with it. <laughs> how would you rate love in the scoville scale <laughs> <laughs> see that's what i'm curious because banana pepper <laughs> oh so that's what i mean so the movie wasn't you know that I mean, great have you guys was, it's not it's worth seeing but it's like you're not going to leave with anything from it does that make any sense okay so i have how long is the movie we'll say an hour, an hour and, half. and a half okay an hour and a half should i waste an hour and a half of my time yeah you should just for the whole beat like just to like see how they did it, it, it it's really impressive there's a lot of movies in my queue Maybe, so, well, you know what? Maybe maybe you have a different interpretation of the film. Yeah. And no, watch I mean, me I, watch it and be like, what are you guys talking about? Yeah. Next movie we're reviewing. Yeah. It's long. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I see it. And then I actually, I knew love. And then I kind of put it on the back burner. Just one day I was like, I'll watch it. And then I started seeing live. <laughs> and then I got those movies confused. Oh, <laughs> And then one day I looked, I was like, oh, wait, life's the new one. It just came out. <laughs> yeah. And I, that's more like I've an alien type. Man. It's terrible yeah. movie is what I heard, but yeah, um, I heard it was it was decent. I don't really? know. I got, I got, I've heard. I got to see it. I got to watch it. You know how it is, man. Yeah, everyone. I mean, it's like I always thought these two movies were interesting. The year that um, I don't want to, I don't want to butcher this. Red Planet and all right, fact checkers, listen. Oh, up. I know what you're talking what's, about. What's two movies that came out in the same year? I think Red it, Planet and. What year? Mission to Mars. Mission to I went to Mission to Mars. Mission, yeah. Mar- Mission to Mars. Which one was the good parents? one? <laughs> Wasn't there one that was like better? Mission to Mars. Was okay, the better one. Uh, that was a Ridley Scott film, I think. Was that? I'm, I'm so I'm I'm those two movies just like blend together. Which is the one that with uh, Clooney was in Mission to Mars? No, he was in Gravity. Wait, was Val Kilmer in any of these? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking Val Kilmer oh for some God. reason. I don't I got, remember. I'm, I'm, I get I'm a I went and saw Mission to Mars with my mom though, and she was so upset when she we left. I get Val Kilmer confused with Kevin Costner. All the, what? <laughs> Just like I I I uh, confuse a. Uh, All right, ready for this? Um, red, sorry, Red Planet. Is that what I said? And you said you saw Mission to Mars. Mm-hmm. Um, real quick, so Red Planet <laughs> on on Rotten Tomatoes got a. 14% <laughs> with a 5.7 on IMDb. But, you know, we, we do our own rating here. Yeah. Um, Scoville scale. 
but the lead was Val Kilmer. Ah, told you, I knew that. Uh, there you go. Um, and then we'll say Mission to Mars. I'm I so- think that was a Clooney. I, I'm pretty sure Clooney was in that because that's why my mom would go with me. And then Mission to Mars. Oh, you're right. I mean, okay. Mission to Mars didn't do that much better, but, but it did better. Yeah. Um, Tim Robbins? There was no Clooney in that movie? I'm not seeing. I mean, I feel like George Clooney would be at the beginning, but he's not. Uh, well. Um, I mean, I, there's only a handful of uh, um, space movies. That but anyway, I, really I always like, remember uh, those two movies, I think, came out in the same year. Yeah, yeah they um, did. Um, and it's just always interesting because I feel like certain movies come out yeah. in like pairs. There's always like a movie that's like, yeah. and then there's, there's like a g- great one and a shittier version. And I say that, I can only think of a few examples, but I think the year The Prestige came out, The, the Illusionist. Mentioned. The Illusionist, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And nothing against Ed Norton, but that movie you can't compare bad, it to The no. Prestige. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like, no. The Prestige is on a totally different level, but it's just interesting, right? Seeing both those movies come out, so. Um, um but like I say, I mean this, you know, as far as sci-fi space um, movie, it's Moon, Contact, Space Odyssey. Contact is really underrated. Oh, oh, I love Contact. Love contact. I do too. Are, okay, <laughs> sorry, I feel I'm like, sorry. No, I, I love too. Contact. I, oh no, my I, god, I love that movie as well. But I, I just like every Why? time people talk about it, I'm like, how is this not a bigger deal? Like, Why do people hate it? It's very, very like ethereal, like the yeah. the the ideas behind it. I feel like the like, same reason people don't. why people hated Prometheus, which I love. I've loved Prometheus. <laughs> Prometheus. I don't get it. Why people hate it. I mean, yes, I there's it. some things I I can see people not liking, yeah. but like I don't I don't know. I'm, there's a the, the yeah. very minor things that people dislike yeah. should not make it that bad of. A yeah, movie. I mean, I I would definitely rank Moon up there with with Contact and. I mean, oh, like, well, just 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 keep in mind the the budget of is, the film. As far yeah. as space movies goes, I I definitely put uh, Moon in my top yeah. five. It's I mean, so probably it was, not for you guys, but oh no, no oh, it is in my top five. It is, really? Yeah, yeah I mean, like, it's the like I said, it's the human story and how you can make something look that good for that cheap. Yeah, Jeff, I, you tell them. I, I no? knew that the movie was a little. You could tell. I mean, I could at least. I don't know if everyone. Yeah. Not that the there was anything wrong with the film, like in terms of budget, but like, you know, it's a lower budget film, but like, you don't think about that. I started thinking about that afterwards Mm -hmm. and I'm like, man, they had, but that gives me like, then I start like really liking the movie. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, they were able to do this with how much? Yeah. And then you start looking into it, but it's definitely in terms of like Scoville scale, man, I'm okay here. I I need a different rating. Mine is Trinidad Scorpion. Ooh, Ooh. for a moon. Is that like a, that is the that's up there. It's it's pretty close to the Carolina Reaper. Yeah, I'm well, gonna I'm with you on that one. No, that is um well my scale's not up What's updated. what's a ghost pepper? Ghost pepper is about like well now we have pepper X, which is ten. Which we, we don't even know I'm gonna we say, don't even know where it fits So in. what'd you just say? Trinidad, Trinidad Scorpion, Scorpion is nine. Ghost pepper is eight. Trinidad Scorpion. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Good mine's always been nine ish. Yeah, for that movie. I mean, I there's nothing about it that I really was like, like that I didn't like. So mm-hmm. I'd say Ghost Pepper. Damn. Nine out of ten. Wait. Nope. Trinidad Scorpion. Trinidad Scorpion. <laughs> so we're <laughs> all Trinidad <laughs> Scorpions. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we all agree yeah. on this. Hey, where, where did we put uh, True Romance? 
I think I had it as a Carolina. I can't remember what we've talked about and what we've said. So what? Um, I put it at Ghost Pepper. Nice. We're going to get a better. You know, we're going to get the scale more solidified. So we're going to get a. um, um, We're going to start doing videos. Hopefully, very very soon. So So if you want to watch as you drink along, (laughs) yeah. If you want to crack one open and crack a cold one with the spicy boys, yeah, and watch. A nice one with um, the spicy boys. Yeah, but uh, if you if, if you guys haven't seen Moon, you should definitely check it out. It's one of my favorite sci-fi movies of all time because I love space. I love I love Moon. I, I love Sam Rockwell, and I love Kevin Spacey. I, I think this this movie definitely gets the the spicy boys stamp. There, there's probably yeah, there's stamp probably of approval. Be, yeah, I think there's going to be movies that we all watched and that we all review and we're probably going to have different opinions on them but um, i think this is one movie that really flew under the radar and i think it's because it didn't have a lot like a lot of marketing behind it yeah. didn't have a big budget so a lot of people missed out on it but i think this is one that we all three can say go watch this movie if you love armageddon you're gonna hate this <laughs> is that safe to say if you no. love geely you're gonna hate um okay so I mentioned earlier about the the moon news I was going to tell you. Oh, yeah. So what were you going to say? So, Duncan Jones' new movie is called Mute. (gasps) He's doing it? He's doing it. Oh, right. So, it's it's about uh, this mute bartender. Basically, it's it's a love letter to Blade Runner. That's all you need to know. But it is, he confirmed that it is within Moon's universe. No kidding. So it's part of a trilogy. So it's Moon, Mute, and whatever the next movie is going to be. Oh, Mute. Oh man, this is going to be. A, this is probably going to be one of the bigger films. Then. Yeah, this is like the link. Yeah, kind of between um, all three. Uh, a what's bit. his name? Uh, Alex Skarsgård is going to be the lead. Alexander Skarsgård. Yeah. Then Paul Rudd is in it, and, and uh, maybe maybe uh, Sam Rockwell as Sam Bell. Ooh. Um, for Moon, yeah, Sam Bell is is the character of Moon. Sam Bell. Mute has been uh, Duncan Jones' passion project ever yeah. since he made Moon. He Mute is a graphic novel mm-hmm. that all surrender centers around a mute bartender who's trying to find you know his his the love of his life. Yeah, in a like Blade Runner type world. Yeah, and it's it's always been a big deal because everybody's been really excited about it, but he's he's never found quite the the footing for yeah. it. I guess he he's wanted a bigger budget, and and now I so now I guess happening. he's making it. Yeah. That's awesome. That's so great news. I, I figured you guys would like that. What was when that? when is this coming out? Uh, I don't know. No, there's no there's date yet. There's no date yet. It's, is it greenlit though? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. It's greenlit. Yeah. It's greenlit. That's all I needed to know. It's, yeah. I have patience, but I just needed to know. The tracks are moving. The spice is there. It's it's happening. The spice spice boys. is back, boys. Um, I'm excited. Um, since we're in the uh, topic of space, well, I don't know if Ryan would be um, up for it, but um, would you ever go to... It's a, let's say if the opportunity arises, would you consider going to... Mars, absolutely. That's so um, funny you said that. I was like so close to asking this question. Yeah, like Mars One, right? Or I mean, any of those, but yeah. Mars One's the one that's. Um, I yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's that's the biggest. Like, you talk about you know wanting adventure in life and wanting to try. Like, it doesn't 
get any more adventurous right, but than as trying a, out a as whole a, new as planet. a tourist or as a we're sending you I'm, I'm one starting way. a new colony. I'm okay. I'm the one awesome. that's yeah. I'm planting the tomatoes and the weed plants. <laughs> So I'm, I'm 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 growing the potatoes. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be the Matt Damon. Yeah. Um, so right now, if you got a phone call that said, "Hey, this is NASA." All right, hold on. Let me uh, let me yeah. let me do the the NASA and okay. So, all right, Brad. Oh, um, Wait, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. I think you're gonna be like Luke. No, I'm thinking about how NASA phones would ring. It'd be pretty badass, though. It's not like ring, 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 ring. I don't think. Wait, if you got a call from NASA? Yeah. So okay, so I'm NASA. You're getting a call. Beep, 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 beep. You got, you got, you got to pick up the phone. Oh, hold on. I have this direct line to NASA. Let me answer it. Hello, hello. This is Bradley Jordan Hughes. This is him. Well, this is NASA. Awesome. We uh. We need some of the some of the few highly talented engineers we have in Austin, and we picked a name from a hat, and you are our choice to go. Yes, to Mars. I'm there. One way. Actually, ticket. I'm already. I'm in the ship. Let's do this. One way ticket. You know, this is actually a <laughs> this is actually a question I have thought about yeah. like very seriously. Yeah. You know me, and I actually this this took a lot because this it's like if you were asked, are we are we talking one way trip, right? You one just way said, trip. That is start a colony. I don't. I don't know. Like I'm so on. The, I don't know if I could answer that until someone told me this. Yeah. I always initially said yes. Yeah. But do you guys really think if someone came to you and was like, yeah, which legit, yeah, there you could see the ship, everything was ready, and they're like, would you go to Mars? But you could never come back. Here's my thing. Oh, uh, is it that port? Never right. come back. It's a one-way one trip. Way ticket. You start calling me. You live there. One-way that's ticket. It. That's for, that's yeah. Now, when you're there, who knows how long it'll last? Yeah. It could last. Now, everything could go wrong, or you could be there until you you know you just die of old age or whatever. But here's here's, here's my thing. It's I'm I'm totally up for it. I mean, it's the journey to Mars. It's gonna take what like nine months. What if like the people? Wait, uh, I, I think it was it's like, like two years. Well, the yeah, fastest. I thought it was like seven years. No, no, no. The fa- oh. if 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 you time it right, the fastest trajectory to Mars is around nine months. I always thought it was the. Yeah. I always thought it was two years, but, but I could totally be wrong. But so fact I'm, checker. I'm gonna fact check this because yeah. I really need to know. Because if 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 I'm wrong, I'm quitting. Like, well, it also depends on our speed, but like with current technology, yeah. right? But all I'm saying is, it's nine months to get to Mars, right? The fastest spacecraft launched from Earth was NASA's New Horizons mission, which is an en route to Pluto. The time it would take for such a probe to get to Mars would be closest to 942 hours. 39 days. That doesn't sound right. Well, yeah, that's I mean, a, ma- that's a manned like a mission is going to take longer. Yeah. But all I'm saying is it's, it's going to take a long time. I, I, I just hope that whoever's in this ship with me are not annoying people. Or you can just go into cryo sleep <laughs> and never age. That's know? true. Yeah. I got this like thing pulled up on NASA's website. It's yeah. very complicated. Yeah. <laughs> but so I'm just going to skim it. <laughs> but um, this is, okay. Real talk. Okay. If I get to at least to 
70, 80, 90 years old. I hope that in my lifetime, um, they, it's possible to just send your corpse to space. Yeah, do like an old old Viking funeral yeah. out in space. I would. That's yeah. I would light like, me up on fire. I'm sure, you and send could do me that. out uh, today. I want to do your <laughs> corpse into space. So I'll give enough money, man. Technically, yes. No, okay. I don't think they do that. But I, if I, you have enough money, I guarantee you someone would launch that your corpse. Nobody into space. has though, and that's what makes me think. Uh, that's Jeff probably Bezos. Not, not no, there's yeah. people with money. I mean, if you can, if you can put a satellite in the or, uh, orbit, you can throw. Yeah, but you can't like human just body. put your body. They got like rules. So how much does a satellite that? weigh? How much does a body weigh? You could probably do like you might have to clump like. You can't just tell me that they're just gonna like get a casket. I'm, I'm telling like, right now, rockets look, on the. It's end gonna of be it. a space cat. It's not just gonna be like a normal wooden yeah, casket. Yeah, but you have somebody like design that and like that would be like I heard insane. I heard the rocket that's gonna take them is actually gonna come back too. It's gonna be reusable, so it's gonna keep <laughs> shipping bodies up. That's what I'm saying, Elon Musk. <laughs> this is a new opportunity for you. Funeral in space. Wait, so no one can attend the funeral? No, no, yeah. Oh, I guess you could like. No, chat uh, let funeral in. on. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But yeah, I, I just want to. I just so want you know when I die, when I'm like 84 or something, just send my body one way. Just send, just just send it out there into the undiscovered. Well, it was. It, I mean, just just out of orbit and blow them up. Yeah, just I think I think up. the problem with that though is like, what if you hit something? Wait, what? Like, what if you hit like a like a satellite? <laughs> well, and then, oh, like, like damage, damage the well, obviously like my my history, family like paid your good family money. Would be my family paid good money, so it's under contracts. Hey, yeah, but, he might hit a satellite. Yeah, but like <laughs> if it like let's say like it hit like the international state space station and it just like hit like Come a on. fuel box and it blew it up and then like your family what would are be the like odds? dishonored. Yeah. I hope whoever's launching these corpses into space is like actually calculated <laughs> in this because actually it's a joke. Is by the time uh, you know. You know, I turned 70. It'll be fun to uh, a way to, you know, yeah, um, immortality. So we're all going to live forever. They could probably just put people on catapults. What does he say in Talladega Nights where he's like, you know, they, they <laughs> said, with with my income and modern science, there's no reason I shouldn't live to five or six hundred years <laughs> old. He's like, they put a they put a, a pig heart in this this he, this man last week. Did you hear about that? Yeah, he didn't make it, but uh, at least they're trying stuff. <laughs> Um, no, that's, that's, that's interesting though. You always see on movies though, when they launch the bodies, right? Like, uh, especially like, you know, very futuristic yeah. sci-fi movies where they're, the, someone passes away and they put them on the ship and they let them out to space. I'm always like, what happens though? Like someone ever going to bump into that body or like launch me in a, in a little space tube with 20 years, 30 years worth of space food and, and oxygen. And then, and then, then, is, then is, by the time the 30 year mark hits, they, you know, it's just sleeping gas, and I just, I just die peacefully. Uh, wait, so you here's, a, here's how it goes. So you get launched out to space. Okay. Fireworks are going, and in the background. <laughs> wait, fireworks are going out of space. Yeah. And then hey, in the background, Guardians of Galaxy Two, they did that. Let the bodies hit the stars. Let the bodies hit the stars. Let the bodies hit the stars. That would be the soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. Then I wake up and I'm just like a janitor in high school. <laughs> so you're a janitor, but you're still in high school, but 
No, no, no. You're I'm like not, Christopher not, Walken <laughs> on Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt, Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt, space reference. He found a meteorite. Yes, he did. Or he, he thought it, it was a meteorite. It's a space meteor. That's that's a big old pile of poopier. <laughs> that's a space peanut. Uh, right there. Oh um, man. Anyway, what do you guys think about Elysian Space oh, Dust IPA? So good. It was an IPA that was not too harsh. It was clean, but it, I, I felt like it had a little bit of like a little bit of sparkle to it. Yeah, yeah. It was definitely on the lighter side, so it's good. I've been drinking some really strong i like it ipa it's a good middle middle um, middle of the room yeah, you yeah. know i don't i definitely would buy it again um but you know me i'm picky man yeah uh, but it's good definitely um, good i definitely recommend buying this one giving it a little taste elysium space dust ipa so get a get some space dust apa get watch a, uh, watch get moon moon on Whatever streaming it's on. Oh, it's out there somewhere. It's but out there. If you Walmart. can rent it, you know, throw some money their way, you know. Yeah, they had a exactly. small budget, you know. But um Voodoo. I wanna I wanna give a shout out to uh my eleven media production swag. Oh my yeah. shirt. Oh yeah, you're rocking the yeah. media shirt. So shout out to Dusty, John Burke, and all the eleven media production crew. The best live multicam live music conglomerate in the world. In the world, eleven media productions. So, there's your shout out, Dusty. What about you, Ryan? You got any shout outs? You want to do shout outs for um, shout out to Chris Star? Shout yeah. out to Christopher Nolan. Chris, <laughs> shout out to Derek. I love R. Moon, hey. but um, <laughs> it's not as good as it is calling. I do have one. Uh, shout out to Darren Aronofsky for uh, releasing Mother. Like, uh, it's got uh, got an, a cinema score of F. But I thought it was a pretty, for pretty phenomenal, pretty bold project, and it's not for everyone. So I'm not telling anybody who listens to this to go watch it. But you know what? If you're uh, if you're in for some hardcore, uh, some hardcore action and some uh, some hardcore action, not not like you that. You want some hardcore action? Come watch some, this movie. Uh, you know, some psychologically thrilling stuff. That's uh, it's a movie to go see this weekend. How about you, Brad? Any shout-outs? No shout-outs this episode. <laughs> you gotta do a shout-out. We, we both just did one. Shout-out to... Uh, uh, well, if I'm gonna give a shout-out, it has to be to my family that have been listening oh. to this um, podcast. You know, and gotta love the support of the Hughes clan. Hughes clan. Woo-hoo. Hey, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. Yeah, we really. appreciate the feedback. And we are about to hit the 150 subscriber mark. So Ryan's going to wax his chest yeah, live like, on Facebook. What are we at? 130, 130 something, I think. We're in 135. So we, so get like we need 20 more. more. 2015, yeah. whatever. You know. Hey, and I am a man of my word. You may not know me, but these two can attest. I have never lied to them. No comment, but... Uh, I think you were going to say, yes. you might not know me, but I know you. Spicy no. boys. <laughs> One, yeah, we're around 135-ish. So, Are you ready, Ryan? Get ready. that chair, chest you, ready. You guys are getting the goods, and I'll just show up. Should we do it on this table or should we do it on the new I don't chair? know if this table will work. Not, yeah. I'm a pretty big guy. We might have to bring in a professional for this. We are the professional. Yeah, well, That's what you I mean. guys want to pay for a professional? No, 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 no. no. But um, I, might be in a, I might be a character for this, you know. 
let you guys see my acting ability. So, so if you want to see Ryan get his chest completely waxed, and give it, us a thumbs up. I mean, th- just just raise your thumbs right now. We're talking about subscribers, <laughs> not just downloads. So we got to get those subscribers. Yeah. Got to get those subscribers. And if you if you are curious or you want to know any more, just write on Jeffrey Brad's page. And Brad will shave his eyebrows. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that is all the time we have for episode seven of the Spicy Boys podcast. We will see you again on the other side of space. Spicy boys. Ah.